Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed's Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Wednesday, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Cannabis Kid. Good morning, Bell Star. How's it going? Good morning, Silver Sister in Grand Island. Grand Island, New York. Good morning, New all York. our listeners out there. And everybody in the green room? Uh, yeah, it's just a cloud. We can't really see you. We know you're there. Stephanie's got a bong mask on. <laughs> Stephanie. We call her Stevie. We call her Oh, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. I can't, for the best day, it's January 17th, a month away from your birthday. I can't even believe Wednesday, January 17th. Wow. Uh, we're, we're almost through this whole freaking first month already. You need way more weed. Um, Put your weed in it. Yeah, uh, talk about uh, let's talk going about fast. We're halfway through the first month I, of the 2018. Sure, I do. And, uh, it's yeah. How's everyone doing with their uh, New Year's resolutions out there? <laughs> Let me just laugh with everybody in the green room. <laughs> oh, I'm doing great. I got me a permanent fitness. Yeah. I can take a guess. I'm halfway there. I have a... Uh, I haven't gone yet. I have a YMCA. We have a YMCA. Um, you got a membership. And I see what you're saying. Is you got to get there. Well, I just got work. Yeah. And I'm right there with you. I haven't gotten there yet for it to work yet. Yeah. Well, mentally, I'm so ripped. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, as we said to someone else, you should get ripped. And you said, you mean more ripped? (laughs) Oh, Stevie's here. (laughs) Yes, she says more ripped. More ripped. So, oh, speaking of ripped. Speaking of ripped, are we getting ripped off in the world? No. There are, you know what? There are lawmakers going head-to-head with Jeff Sessions over weed. Oh. Well, that wasn't the article um, I wanted, but it just popped up on could Washington residents grow their own recreational wheat? Um, well, you know what? Let's just read a little bit about Washington. Because why not? It's what came up. And we're going to read some new stories, and then we're going to get back to our initiative. Um, but first, we want to say a big shout-out to Tumbleweed Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Go down and get certified. Um, it's awesome there. It's like 1,500 square feet of cannabis pleasure for you. Books, movies, um, 
magazines, the doctor, puzzle. There's a nice winter puzzle in there, and someone framed it nicely. So yeah. keep the puzzle up. Yeah. Really well, cool. one of the things about education, getting your card, yeah, it's really important. Very it shows important. the rest of our state and the country in that, the world. and the country in the world that there's a need for this. That this is important to us. And yes. We yeah. understand. One hundred and fifty dollars is that's a lot. It's a lot, and, and we're and we're working. I think someone's work hopefully working on getting that um, that down. Yeah, but we're also losses. seeing you know this money pile up in the Arizona Department of Health. Yeah, in their um, little bank account. Bank account. Yeah, because they haven't touched it or used it. We stopped getting our uh, our newsletters, our fancy newsletters, our high gloss fancy newsletters every month. I'm down to um, a maybe, random email. Maybe a random email. A random email. Um, yeah. Which is just lame. It is. Yeah. It is. So, you know, we know that there's a lot of money in there. We know that there a is a couple initiatives that have tried to come in and tried to take over that uh, account um, with that large amount of money in there. You know, I, I've been a patient for, well, this will be going on my sixth year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my sixth year. So I've definitely put in my fair share of what is that? Almost a grand, man. Almost a grand, yeah, nine hundred bucks. Almost a grand. Yeah. Think about what bucks. you could do with a thousand extra dollars right now. Well, because your renewal's coming up, and there comes yeah. another one fifty for you. Yep. So they put you over a thousand. Right. So, I mean, just think about how much you've put into this program and what are you seeing that you're getting out of it. Um, Yes, you have your medical card and you can go to any dispensary in the state of Arizona. We encourage you to go where they're testing. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, I think that's the most important part is knowing what is in it. What's in it? Um, Because you are using this as a medicine and uh, depending on your... um, Debilitation, your immune system could be compromised. Yes. So having a bad batch of a sour diesel could really put you over and 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 harm you. Yeah. So you know we just talk about um, getting your card, staying um, legal, because that's what our state has asked for if you're going to consume or use cannabis for your medical. Absolutely, and if you're from another state. And you want to come here, and your state has a medical marijuana program, you can use uh, medical marijuana here, which is really awesome. Yeah, I clap for that too. We're one of the most reciprocal states. However, here's the catch <clears throat> you just can't purchase anything here. So you got to have good friends like Bell Star and Cannabis Kids just give you stuff. And they will. You hang out with them. She's hang out with them on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, it's a good morning. Yeah, that's a good morning. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> yeah, we're we're reciprocal to a point, but I think we're you know one of the most reciprocal, and our and our laws uh, around what we can have and use are 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 pretty liberal too. Um, I think we're pretty lucky that we can have. Yeah. Um, one thing about um, the card is, I mean, it makes you leave. Oh, we can have hash concentrates. We can have all of that. We can. If you are you're, you can if grow. You, you happen live. to be stopped. 25 miles away from the dispensary. Um, you know that you are allowed to have your medicine on you. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I was stopped. They were great about it. Scared the hell out of me. 
Um, but you were calm and present. I was very polite <laughs> and very, yeah, I, they smelled it. They said, we need to search. I said, okay. So they did. Um, and uh, they were great. They checked. They got my card. It was a freezing night, though, so they did let me get my jacket and my beanie and stand outside with it. But um, And they let me make a phone call, and they let me have my phone. Um, it was midnight on the side of the highway, so I had three um, police officers, not sheriff's department, out there. And uh, they were great about it. They checked my card. They checked my ID, and they said, have a great night, you know, and please drive safe. And don't use your medicine if you're driving. Said, okay. Um, but yeah. So they, they were, they were they, smelling they, fresh flour that was in your car. There's yeah. Um, but they did take my green card. It was green at the time. Right. Years ago. They did take that card and go call it in. Apparently, apparently they called it in. I'm sure they did. They came back and said, have a good night. Um, who did they call though? Ghostbusters. Ah, oh, sorry. I couldn't even help it. At that time it was probably going really on. Did he get a phone call like Willie? Willie, kid, star. It's yeah. star. Can't uh, no cannabis kid is not with her. Oh, I know. That's Will. sad. Well, you know, back, back to the, listen to me. No, I like strawberries. Yeah, I do. I do like strawberries with yes, whipped cream is good. Yes. Is okay. star a uh, patient? Hold, hold. Hang on, hang on. The bell star? Yes, yeah, she's yeah, a she's, patient. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead and let her go. Okay, give her weed back. <laughs> give her weed back. And give her weed back. And they did. So despite having one of the oldest recreational cannabis programs in the country, the state of Washington is one of the few to forbid home cultivation. The reasoning behind is mostly to do with the lack of resources to regulate homegrown cannabis. But lawmakers in the state house are introducing legislation aimed at changing all that. Washington residents grow their own recreational pot sometime this year? Fingers crossed. Um, <clears throat> many advocates and patients are in favor of the move to end the ban on home grows. Others, however, are expressing concern about the state's ability to regulate them. After all, if someone were to grow the green in their own home, who would know if they were growing the allotted amount? Okay, that's a good question. Um, Do you hear that? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's your music. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought I was going a little crazy. No, no, it's not that good week. From the perspective <laughs> of Mitch Baker of the Washington Association of Police Chiefs, law enforcement agencies would lack the resources to enforce limit, let alone respond to every suspicion of someone growing more than the set number of plants. Well, that holds true for every state that allows home growth. No one has the resources to go knock on every patient's door that says allowed to cultivate and be like, oh, hey, man, how many plants you got? Okay, you're good. Ah, here one over. Get that out of here. I'll take that one. <laughs> um, the State Liquor and Cannabis Board also said it could not marshal enough resources to monitor and regulate home growth. I love marshal. Back in the day. Uh, legalizing them would cause them to become too numerous to effectively regulate, according to Justin Nordham, the agency's chief of enforcement. Finally, some opposed the bill out of concern for public health and safety. Quote, we have no safety provisions in place protecting our children from the serious issues surrounding home grows, quote Jennifer Mons told the Spokesman Review. Despite concerns, however, the House has already introduced HB 2559. Currently, the bill is under review by the House Commerce and Gaming Committee. This committee is in charge of the majority of marijuana policy in Washington State. So, 
Could Washington residents grow their own recreational pot soon? For now, it's all up to the committee's vote, and the vote is likely to come up in the coming weeks. Um, so what would change for home growers in Washington? <clears throat> the bill the House is currently considering would dramatically change the home growing landscape. At the moment, recreational users can't grow weed legally in the residence. Most medical cannabis users are also unable to cultivate at home. The new bill uh, would allow for the cultivation of six mature plants per residence. Washington residents would also be able to keep up to 24 ounces um, cannabis on hand. 24 ounces, folks. Six plants, though. I mean, you can get like... You can make your edibles. Pounds, you can but do... they, then, then they're saying you can only have 24 ounces on hand, though. But, so where are you guys supposed to get the other stuff? Uh, on foot? <laughs> keep it in your car. Oh, lock it in the basement. Put it in, in your, your bunker. Store. In your tuck shed. In your bunker. In your bunker. You're gonna, out back. We're going to need bunkers. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it's a generous amount, considering that those limits would surpass those of their neighbors to the south in the state of Oregon. There, residents can cultivate only four plants at home and possess 16 ounces of cannabis. Heck, we'd be good with one or two plants if you know how to grow. Uh, ultimately, the issue over allowing home growth in Washington boils down to giving state agencies enough time and resources to regulate it and enforce limits. Without such a system in place, it's hard to imagine anything less than a home grow boom in Washington. Could Washington residents grow their own recreational pot in their future? For now, we'll simply have to wait to see if this new bill becomes a law. Let's go back to that really quick. Right underneath there, there was an advertisement okay. of tangerine cookies. 28.87% oh. THC. Oh, and they're and listing five spot and yeah. and 5.5% terpenes. Mm-hmm. You want to elaborate on that? No, <laughs> I don't. So I want to ask the person who wrote that in the question. So, what's that all about? 5.5% terpenes. That doesn't seem like very much. I mean, it doesn't considering. Are you? Is someone trying to, uh... What? Just say it. No dead air, man. (laughs) (laughs) Are they trying to control my consumption of terpenes? Oh. Ooh, good question. Uh, I'll look at Gypsy King. Mm -hmm. Um, Never. Wow. You can buy seeds, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Apparently. But, what? see, now here comes the question again. Um, How do we know? And how do we, how do, well, other than testing, yeah, but what, aren't we trying to potentiate this plant? Mm-hmm. So why only 5.5% of that? Is that a high level? I don't know. What are we well, getting we right now? do know that they're very potent. What are we getting right now in our, in our cannabis as far as terpene levels? Well, well we do have, know terpenes are very. Oh, extremely. Extremely um, potent. So maybe a little goes a long way. Yeah, like that. Check this out. A man was caught trying to conceal a baggie filled with weed when he dropped it. In an unexpected turn of events, the cop returned the weed to the man. The body cam footage of this event was captured in Seattle, Washington, and shared on World Star Hip Hop. Weed's legal in Washington, so don't expect to get this kind of treatment in states without legalization, uh, legalized marijuana. What went down? Other than the man's bag of weed, here's what went down. The footage cuts in after a police officer approaches a man on a street corner. For some reason, the man's holding a shoe and smoking a cigarette. The officer starts to question the visibly flus- uh, flustered man, asking, you doing all right? 
He responds by saying, I'm selling this shoe. Uh-huh, the officer said with a hint of disbelief. The officer gave him the benefit of the doubt, not arguing that he might actually be, um, that he might be selling the item he just dropped. <clears throat> the man looked at as if he was looking for something inside of the shoe, and uh, the officer asked, did you drop something? And this prompted the man to look down and gave, uh, to have a sudden realization, looking guilty, uh, he steps onto something uh, on the floor and replies, no. And the officer asks him to take a step back. The camera pans to the floor where there's a black grocery bag by the man's feet. The officer lifts the bag under it and looks, and it, <laughs> what looks like a tiny dime bag, weep. Chill cops returns the weed. That's when the man and most other people would think things were going to go sour. Fortunately, the officer proved our assumptions wrong. The officer picks it up and says, ah, that's just marijuana. Put that away. The man, lucky enough to have his weed return, looked like he was too busy crapping himself to react. We don't blame him. Still, in shock and trying to keep... (laughs) No, they said shitting, but I just didn't, you know. Uh, Still in shock and trying to keep his story going, the man sets the shoe down and says, these are size 13. I'm trying to sell them. Then it settles in that he's in Seattle, wasn't caught doing uh, during a transaction and won't be having or leaving the corner in cuffs. That's when he uh, casually engages the officer in conversation. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, the officer responds before adding, just remember you're not supposed to display it or smoke it in public. The man agreed, and the officer thanked him before leaving the man to continue his day. Since the man accidentally dropped it and it wasn't intentionally displaying cannabis, the officer let him off the hook, not before educating him on the new cannabis law, though. So if you're from Seattle or visiting, you'll be able to have weed on you without getting busted. However, don't get caught smoking it or showing it in public, and you should be good. It wouldn't be that. <clears throat> we wouldn't bet that every cop returns weed in Seattle. But that's a, that's great. Huh. Gave him a little lesson. So here's a weed back there. <laughs> uh, that would be the last thing you would want to happen is drop your weed in front of a cop. <laughs> I mean, when what do you do with the shoe? Geez. You put your weed in it. <laughs> <laughs> and in size 13, the magic weed number out there. Yeah. Why is it only just one shoe? Just one? Just one. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. What do you got in your hands there? We've got the initiative. We need to start reading. We do. We've we got a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to read. Where's our little arrow? Where do we mark it? Um, well, we started down here, but I'm going to go ahead and start from the top again because we're not that far. Because oh, you I mean just want, yeah, section. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so retroactive application and mm. post-conviction relief and expungement. Oh, there we go. Good one. Yeah, it is a really good one. So yeah. this is 3-37. This is a safer Arizona issue, folks. Yeah. I'm going to put this on. Mm-hmm. Let me get my spectacles on. I'm going to. To get online any, and post this on our blog for you bloggers out there. So the first one we've got, uh, so it's A, uh, any person who is allegedly to have committed an offense prior to the effective date of this act that was defined under ARS 13-3405 or ARS 13-3408 or who has alleged to have committed <clears throat> any of these offenses that is pre- predicted in, in whole or in part on a violation 
of ARS 13-3405 or ARS 13-3408 shall be sentenced to the provisions of this act and not under the sentencing provisions in effect at the time that the one offense was committed. B. Any person who was sentenced prior to the effective date of this act under ARS 13-3405B or ARS 13-3408B or who has sentenced following a conviction for the commission of any other offense that is predicted in whole or in part on a violation of ARS 13-3405 or ARS 13-3408 shall have the right to have the sentence modified as follows. Hmm. So this is where it comes into as follows. It says any person who was sentenced to a term of incarceration or probation prior to the effective date of this act under the ARS 13-3405B or ARS 13-3408B or who has sentenced the following a conviction for the commission of any other offense that is predicted in whole or in part on a violation of ARS 13-3405 or ARS 13-3408 may file a motion to modify the sentence with the judge, commissioner, justice of the peace, or magistrate who pronounce sentence or impose probation or such judge, commissioner, justice of the peace, or magistrate successor in office. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Or successor in office. Yeah. And this is where we left off last week no later than 30 days from the filing date of the motion to be modified sentence, the court shall either grant the motion to modify sentence or if the state objects, schedule a contested uh, reinstating hearing. Uh, And it says at the hearing on the motion to modify the sentence, the court shall determine the following. A, if currently serving a term of incarceration or probation, whether the person would have been sentenced to a shorter term or no term at all of incarceration or probation under this act. B, if the court determines that the shorter term or the term at all would have been imposed under this section as amended, it shall grant the motion to modify modified sentence or and order a modification of sentence that is consistent with the penalty provisions of this act instead of under no circumstance may modification of sentence under this section result in the imposition of additional penalties. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Number four. Or the court shall either grant or deny the motion to modify the sentence no later than 60 days from the date of filing of the motion to modify the sentence. Yeah, keep it timely, people. Mm-hmm. 
And so we go on to see, uh, it says, any, at any time after the completion of defendant's sentence imposed pursuit to this section or imposed pursuit to ARS 13-3405B or ARS 13-3408B or pursuit to a conviction for the commission of any other offense that is predicated in whole or in part on a violation of ARS 13-3405 or ARS 13-3408, the defendant may file a petition to expunge conviction with the judge, justice of the peace, or magistrate, or who announced magistrate who pronounced sentence or imposed probation or such judge. He's turning the page, folks. Justice of the peace or magistrate's successor in office. Oh, really? Uh Uh-uh. You you don't have that? I don't have it. I don't have that little last part. Oh. Well, that was important. (laughs) Do you have within 60 days? No. One. Oh, you got cut off all the way to... Wow. Wow. Bad printing. Horrible. Okay. It's long stuff, though, folks. Like, I mean, the peak. one thing about um, bills and initiatives, it's all in caps, um, except for the uh, topics of each provision. And in these, it, it, if we're in reading it, it is almost um, it's very tiring to the eye. And I think there is a reason behind that. Because it takes... Well, they got... So back in the day, what, when lawyers <clears throat> wrote things, they got paid for words. Uh-huh. Hence, hence therefore, to however may be at such a moment. Uh-huh. Words, man. You get Thank paid you for, for words. Thank you for Yeah. I, Someone uh, explain that to us. With one of our current leases, I think, because we're like, seriously, can't you just, like, make this short? It was, like, 17 pages to say... You're renting. Like, what? And they said, well, back in the day, they got paid for work. So within 60 days of the filing of a petition, did you read that? Mm, I didn't have that. Okay. So within I 60 days. I start, mine starts on B right there. All right. But I was just saying, it makes it very tiring to the eyes. And oh, yeah. And that's why I turned it actually the brightness down a little bit. Everything too. bigger. So it um, tends to. At least I don't need readers as much. No, you don't. It out. Um, we'll read this last section here before we get to penalties, and then we'll take a little break. Can't believe it's already that time. Break time. All right. So get your um, balloon pants on. Get ready to do some moonlight. <laughs> okay. Um, Within 60 days of the filing of a petition to expunge conviction, if the court determines that the defendant's conduct would not have resulted in a criminal conviction under this act, then the court shall order as follows. Got that? Mm-hmm. Hey, all such convictions under that case number may be uh, be expunged and cleared from all court records, police records, and any other records of any other agencies relating to such conviction and shall cause a copy of such order to be delivered to all law enforcement agencies and courts. All right. So they're going to erase it and let everyone know. And B, expunged. The conviction be permanently obliterated from all records, whether electronic, digital, written, or other, and shall 
order that the conviction not be used against the defendant for any purpose, including in any civil, criminal, or administrative proceedings. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So <clears throat> that's a good one because there are so many people in jail and so many people. I have, like that they said obliterated. I know, but I know you were looking at that. <laughs> I'm like, fun. where is that? No, it, it did say obliterated. It did say that. It did say that. You guys make it. I thought you just threw that in there no, to just kind of make it, you know, like, more interesting. And add another word. Add another word to get another dollar. dollar. Yeah. No, I wish. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought no, it was really that's funny. that's fancy. It's obliterated. That's like, why I'm it's like, it's like, like uh, your, I, you know, you just want to put your superhero tape on and obliterate it. Uh-huh. So that's good for people that need obliteration. Yeah, I was yeah. at the I was at the courts today, and that magistrate just obliterated. obliterated. <laughs> yeah, he, he obliterated me. Boom. <laughs> All right. Oh, green room, you guys are just a little slow today. Let's go back in line. Let's the balance down. We do have a little bit of a delay time. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. You know what else is funny? No. Puff, 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 puff. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchy snacks Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda, pop cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco 
pharmaceutical prisons I take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers They're making money day and night, all those motherfuckers And bribing Congress out of sight, all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old so it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't. Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm the one looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. Listen to
That rose from just 50% in 2011, went 50, 60, to 64. That's fantastic. Uh, 61, the number of California municipalities that have adopted local business taxes. These range between 1% to 20% of gross receipts or $1 to $50 per square foot. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Tiny shop. Um, $9.25. California's cultivation tax on flour per ounce, must, uh, which must be paid by the cultivator. $9.25 per ounce tax on flour. Hmm. $9.25 an ounce. I wonder where they got that number. That's just a very random number. What do you mean percentage? Huh? 61. Number of cal. No. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Uh, 45% is the estimated projected highest cannabis tax rate in California, depending on the county. This includes local business taxes, along with state taxes on cultivation, a state excise tax, and state and local sales taxes. Wow. Uh, $2.75, California's cultivation tax on trim per ounce. Trim, which must be paid by the cultivator. Oh, my Lord. They're making a lot of money. See, this is where um, they're tiptoeing into... uh, I know that they're thinking that they use the trim for other things. That's why. Well, they do. And and so. But that should. In in that in their perspective, they see that it's. Um, it's not. They don't think it's as valuable. Right. But still valuable. But still valuable. So there's a price. Enough to on. yeah, valuable enough, enough to. Enough to on. Right. Exactly. Wow. So you're still receiving medicine from the trim. Here's, I don't know why I'm just getting into this growing thing. Here's four quick tips. I think it's great. Increase pot size at different uh, growth stages. Hmm. While we wish that we could just place a clone into its final pot size, 10 to 20 plus gallons, and send her out to pasture for some effort-free flowering, cannabis roots tend to shoot to the base of the pot and fill the bottom two inches of the available soil space, leaving the rest untouched. One way to combat this is to this is true. It's to stage up the clone from a clone container to a 12-ounce pot to a one-gallon, from there to a five, and then to finishing to a 10 or 20. However, this is a trade-off with labor and cost it takes with added plant touches. That's true. Place the plants near the top of the pot. With each potting upgrade, it's important to transplant the plant at the top of the pot one inch under the lip of the container so the roots have the greatest chance to fill the entire uh, container soil. Bigger is not always better. I've seen entire crops that would have been better grown in much smaller pots with less medium. All that waste drove up the overall operational cost and ended up being uh, flush dollars. Granted, many other variables exist, but if the stomach of the beast is not healthy, she won't bear quality buds. And four, handle your plants with care. Another mistake I see some folks make is how they move the plants from one room to another. Employees who don't care all that much about each plant can grab the edge of the pot and move it in a jerky manner. Carry it horizontally and cause the canopy to fall or uh, to fall over. Ripping any tissues at the plant base due to the canopy of the plant bending over is a crucial mistake and only sets you back while the plant takes time to heal. Think of giving a prize fighter. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, think of giving a prize fighter a spinal injury four weeks before her match. How well will she fight now? 
um, about as well as your plant will flower. When it comes to containers, put some consideration and planning into the different stages of your operation before executing the plan. Design, uh, design it and tweak it with what works best for you. Don't just keep growing by default with the same problems when the solution could be something as simple as pot size. Hmm. Oh, that's great advice, though. And, yeah, so, you know, and the other, you know, advice from before was, you know, work with what you know, which is fantastic advice. Um, and if you're just learning, then start simple, you know, I mean, you should anyway, start very simple, but, um, growing is quite fun. It's uh, a lot of work, but it's, it's good work if you like it. And the end results are marijuana. I mean, who doesn't love that? Look at this. 21%. This is for an advertisement. They've got this concentrate, this goopy resin, just, it looks looks like like honey. honey. Yeah, just falling off this. Twenty-one percent bigger yields. Oh yeah, it's oh, it's, it, it, it's a uh, nutrient ad, but it's mm. just gargantuan. Ugh. All right. Um, well, that's an interesting picture. Let's get back to the initiative. We got a little more time here, and if you want to call in, remember six four six nine one five eight four two one. Go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. Check it out. Um, there's a lot of great news information links, and you can ask us questions anytime. Um, get certified. Keep yourself safe out there in Arizona. If you're using cannabis, you need to be certified. That's just the way it goes. Uh, and we'd like to welcome aboard all our new staff and doctors at Tumbleweed Health Center. Thank you. Guys, mm-hmm. you're rocking it out there. Seriously. Thank you. Um, come see them. They're awesome. And our old timers there, too. All right. First on. guy on earth. <laughs> <laughs> He'll he'll know who he's talking about if he doesn't know. All right, back to the initiative for a little bit. Uh, TimberweedSellCenter.com, and you can get there. Uh, you can get to the blog from there, and then you can get to the initiative from there. So here we go. We're on penalties, 3-3712. A, any person who is under 21 years of age and is in possession of cannabis containing more than 0.3% THC shall be remanded forthwith by the arresting agency to the authority of the person's um, parent or legal guardian. If the person is at least 18 years of age or has a valid Arizona medical marijuana patient registration card, he shall be released forthwith. So they're saying if you're between the ages of 18 and 21, you can't have well, 21 and over, you can have 0.3% or more THC, which is what will get you high. B, any person who is under 21 years of age and who sells or transfers cannabis containing more than 0.3% THC to another person who is 18, 19, or 20 years of age is subject to a civil penalty not to exceed $500 per violation. Um, any person who is under 21 years of age and who sells or transfers cannabis containing more than 0.3% THC to another person who is under 18 years of age is subject to a simple penalty not to exceed more than $1,000 per violation. Any person, D, any person who, did you catch that one? So they're talking about selling here. (laughs) Well, D, any person who is at least 21 years of age or older who sells or transfers cannabis containing more than 0.3% THC to another person who is 18, 19, or 20 years of age shall be subject to a civil fine not to exceed $2,500 per violation. E, 
Any person who is at least 21 years of age or older who sells or transfers cannabis containing more than 0.3% THC to another person who is 15, 16, or 17 years of age is guilty of a class three misdemeanor and shall, shall be subject to a civil fine not to exceed $2,500. F. Any person who is at least 21 years of age or older who sells or transfers cannabis containing more than 0.3% THC to another person who is under the age of 15 is guilty of a class A uh, class one misdemeanor and shall be subject to a fine of $2,500. G, unless otherwise provided in this chapter, all other violations of this chapter are subject to a civil penalty as follows. One, for the first violation not to exceed $50. Two, for the second violation not to exceed $150. Three, for the third and subsequent violations not to exceed $300. And H, notwithstanding any other law, no surcharges, fees, or other multipliers may increase the maximum civil penalties in any amount beyond those here listed. All right, so that's that's all about selling um, and different ages. They go down to 15, which is um, interesting. What about the 14-year-olds? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, <clears throat> and we are on to public and private property and business owners' rights and protections, 3-3713. This chapter does not require an employer to allow or accommodate the possessions or consumption of cannabis or cannabis product in the workplace and does not affect the ability of employers to enact and enforce workplace policies restricting the consumption of cannabis by employees. Hmm. B, this chapter does not prohibit a person who owns, manages, or leases private real or personal property from prohibiting or otherwise regulating possession, smoking, production, processing, manufacture, or sale of cannabis and cannabis products on or in that private property. C, in addition to the private property rights provided for above, the possession of cannabis shall be prohibited in the following places only. One, in school buses or vehicles. Two, on the grounds of any preschool, primary, or secondary school, but shall not be prohibited on the grounds of any public university college, community college, or post-secondary educational institution. Three, government buildings or any correctional facility. D, in addition to the private property rights provided for above, smoking cannabis is prohibited in the following places only. One, government buildings or any correctional facility, and two, any means of public transportation. That's interesting. Interpretation 3-3714. In any criminal, civil, or administrative matter, if a provision of this act or its applicant or application to any person or circumstance is found to be ambiguous or unclear, the court shall interpret the provision against the government and in the manner that is most favorable to the individual in any criminal, civil, or administrative proceeding. Like that's going to happen. <laughs> Sorry. Severability, 3-3715, if any provision of this act or the application of any such provision to any person or circumstances held invalid by any court, 
the remainder of this chapter to the extent it can be given effect or the application of such provisions to persons or circumstances other than those that to which it is held invalid shall not be affected thereby, and to this end the provisions of this act are severable. Section four. Telling you folks. Read where's our where's our marker? Get the highlighter out. Section four, here we are, Article thirteen. All right. Title forty two, chapter three, Arizona Revised Statutes is amending is amended by adding Article thirteen to read. Article 13, Cannabis and Cannabis Products, 42-3601, Levy of Rates of Tax. A, except as provided for in the subsections below, there is a levied and imposed and shall be collected by the Department of Revenue a tax on all cannabis and cannabis products sold retail to any person that shall not exceed the prevailing general retail sales tax. B, Taxes on cannabis food products shall not exceed the prevailing general retail grocery sales tax levied on food. C. Uh, there, there, yeah, C. There shall be no tax levied, imposed, or collected on cannabis or cannabis products that are sold by wholesalers, including distributors, producers, farmers, growers, and gardeners, and any other person selling for resale. D. No cannabis-specific taxes may be levied. Okay. I don't know that uh, state's going to like that, any of that. Uh, 42-3602, see if we have that. What is this? Where did we get this page from? Oh, no, yeah, we're missing all this other thing. All right, uh, 42-3602. Disposition of revenue. A, each quarter, the Department of Revenue shall transfer all monies exceeding the amount needed to implement and enforce Title III, Chapter 21 in any fiscal year. 40% of the monies shall be distributed to school districts and charter schools in, in proportion to each school's weighted student count for the fiscal year. Pursuant to Section 15-943, Paragraph 2, Subdivision A, for educated Related expenses, including compensation of teachers, classified employees, art programs, and operation costs of kindergarten programs in grades 1 through 12. B. All taxes collected pursuant to this article shall be deposited pursuant to sections 35-146 and 35-147 and transferred quarterly to the state general fund to be dispersed only for K-12 educational purposes. C. All monies collected as penalties pursuant to Title III, Chapter 21 shall be placed in the state general fund to be used by the Arizona Department of Education solely for the funding of K-12 special education programs. Okay. Well, so the special ed programs get left out unless someone is got caught with some, doing something they weren't supposed to sell to a 15, 16, and 17-year-old. Hmm. We'll have to ask that question. <laughs> He's right. Okay, so Section 5, amendments, the following consists of actual Arizona revised statutes that changes set forth in this act, amend, repeal, or delete. Hmm. Section 13-3401, revised statutes, is amended to read, 
13-3401 definitions in this chapter unless the context otherwise requires, one, administer, quote, means to apply, inject, or facilitate the inhalation or ingestion of a substance to the body of a person. Two, amidone means any substance identified chemically as a 4-4 diphenol 6 dimethylamine heptanone 3 or any salt of such substance, but whatever trade name, oh, by whatever trade name designated. Three, interesting, even online they've got stuff crossed out here. Board means the Arizona State Board of Pharmacy. Um, and then they've got what uh, cannabis, it, this is all crossed out, but maybe that's just a mistake because they go, well, no, they go to four. Oh, coca leaves means cocaine. It's optical isomers and any compound manufacturer, salt, derivative mixture, or preparation of coca leaves except derivatives of coca leaves, which do not contain cocaine, echonine, or substances from which cocaine or echonine may be synthesized or made. What they crossed out was cannabis and the resin and every every um, compound manufacturer of it. I'm not sure why. We're going to have to uh, talk, ask them about that because they'll be on air. Safe Arizona is going to come on. Uh, five, dangerous drug means the following by whatever official, common, usual, chemical, or trade name designated. A, any, any material, compound, mixture, or preparation that contains any quantity of the following hallucinogenic substances and their salts. Isomers, whether optical, positional, or geometric, and salts of isomers, unless specifically accepted Whenever the existence of such salts, isomers, and salts of isomers is possible with the specific chemical designation. Oh, Lord. Um, and then there's a whole list, and I'm not going to read. There's 28 of them, and I know that because I know how to read Roman numerals. Do the kids out there know how to read Roman numerals today? No. Or can't they change that? Come on, folks. Get with the program. Alpha ethyl Tripidamine is one, two, alpha methyl tryptamine, and then it goes on. 28 of these. Uh, oh no, there's more than that. <whistles> Way too many to count. So we're going to let you read all those salts wow. and isomers and butyls and hexyls and pentyls and methyls and diametriplopsers. Uh, yeah. Um, there are a lot of them. I'm not sure why we got into this all of a sudden, why we crossed out cannabis in the mix here. Cannabis. Four, it says cannabis means the following substance under whatever names they may, they may be designated. A, the resin extracted from any part of a plant of the genus cannabis, every compound, manufactured salt, derivative, mixture, uh, preparation of such plant, its seeds or its resin. Cannabis does not include oil or cake made from the seeds of such plant, any fiber, compound, manufacturer, salt, derivative, mixture, or preparation of the mature stalks of such plant, except the resin extracted from the stalks, or any fiber, oil, or cake, or the sterilized seed of such plant, which is incapable of germination. And B, under that, every compound, manufacturer, salt, derivative, mixture, or preparation of such resin, or 
tetrahydrocannabinol. No, that was crossed out. I'm not really sure why. That's a lot of cannabis explanations to cross out. Um, all right. Well, we're getting down near to the end of the show. Wow. Look at all those. And uh, I, we're going to really have to ask why all this we, we got into. Um, what did it start with? Uh, opium? No. Where did it go? <laughs> anyway. Um, Amid, yeah. We went, oh, cocoa. Sorry, not opium. Cocoa. Poppy. All that good natural stuff. So I guess we went in to describe. Um, okay. Uh, oh, they go into anabolic steroids and their salts. Um, wow. And then they go into licensed means, licensed or permitted means authorized by the law of this state to do certain things. 16. Uh, and they're crossing out numbers again. And I'm not even sure if we're in the. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, oh, that's where we went. We went into. Uh, we went off from a cocoa leaf description. Which right. We crossed out cannabis. I thought this was about cannabis. So we crossed out cannabis, went to cocoa, and then went to a dangerous drug list. Oh, so we had so, alcohol. Um, Alkaloids? No, alkaloids wasn't on there. It was a minute. Altoids? No. No (laughs) altoids. Altoids is not on the list. I don't think. Um, But it's hard. Um, Wow, this is too many things. So we'll we'll get back to this. Um, We're going to have to talk to the Safer Arizona folks, and they go into um, all sorts of stuff. Chlorobetaine, chlorohydrate, clobazam, chlorazepate, uh, diazepam, uh, fenfluramine, fludiazepam, wow, gamma hydroxybutrate, um, lorazepam, lorazolam, ketazolam. Jeez, guys. Wow. So here's this list. Um, and then they get down to what deliver means, the actual constructive or attempted exchange from one person to another, whether or not there is an agency relationship. All right. Um, we're going to stop there. We're going to mark this. On page 8. We're at the we bottom of page, page 8. eight. Um, I don't even know if there's – because this printed out so wonky. Uh, we're, we're not even going to – I don't know if there's a page 8 on here somewhere. I'm sure there is. <laughs> Hopefully there's a page 8. At any rate, um, we would like to thank everybody for tuning in this morning. Can't believe it's that time. It goes so fast. I'm sorry that was such a warbly Wednesday Wednesday. That's the word. Warbly Wednesday Wednesday. Good stuff out. Stuff to think about. about. Stuff to think about. Some things. Just a little mixture. I I know that uh, that uh, amendment and uh, bill can be a little tedious and. Repetitive and not as fun as some of the articles that we read. Yeah. So thanks for being in there today. Yeah, it is important though because this is what you guys are going to be voting on, and if you can't understand it or can't find page eight, then we're going to have problems. We want to know why things have been all crossed out, moved around. We want to know where page eight is, and we we want to know why we're can't why they crossed out cannabis in the initiative they're writing, and went into dangerous drugs. Right. Why? You're confusing. 
This is confusing again. All right. So um, thank you so much for tuning in to Weekday Wednesday. Check out com. Check out online uh, Canna Health Magazine. Go to Grower's House. Get some supplies. And have an awesome Weekday Wednesday. We love you. Be smart. Be safe. And educate. educate.